Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a show where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20. My name is Books and I will be your DM for this episode, which means I'll be the one rolling the dice to see just where this adventure goes. How this show works is that I, as a DM, will be rolling a d20 that correlates to a list of 20 topics. Whatever number we land on determines what we discuss. And as much as I love to talk... I cannot adventure alone. I need some compadres, some pals, some friends to join me, some friends that will give me some very good answers and earn some very good points or give me very poor answers and take some damage. These are the consequences and the rewards of our very good, very fun show. And now it's time for me to introduce you to some very good, very fun friends. Here to join me is my energetic with hands made for working as an Irish farmer friend. Hello, hoidy ho. <laughs> Darn it, that's not how. Oh, that's it. What do oh, I people it. say? Oh, think of the potato. Ow, oh, jar me. Think of look at the Irish. Get the pot of gold. And my name is Caitlin. That's, there you that's go. like Swedish. There you go. I you feel like it home. broke you. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. you broke me in my potato hands. <laughs> she had to represent for all of her past ancestors, and it was too much. <laughs> I hit none of my real ancestors right there. <laughs> I hit everyone except for my ancestors. Uh, we also have that other voice you hear is my slightly insomniatic, always jamming friend. Oh, what's up? It's Cassie. And I like that. Thank you for giving me that introduction because I don't have to call upon my ancestors and do that. Proud. Like it's just my own my own responsibilities. So I thank you so like much. Caitlin breaks into an Irish accent on accident half of our episodes. I didn't think it was going to be that difficult. The opening up was Heidi Ho, I think. <laughs> it was. It was indeed. I became fucking the Christmas The Christmas poo. poo. <laughs> what was his name? Mr. Mr. Hanky, the yes. Christmas food. Yes. <laughs> uh, How is he not even Irish? <laughs> he's a poo. He's just, <laughs> well, I identify as a poo too. So that, you know what? You did call up one of your ancestors. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely in your family tree. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Definitely related in some way. Uh, <laughs> you might be wondering why I highlighted qualities such as working cans and lack of sleep, but those are the exact qualities we need in this very episode. With your skills, we will get everything we have to get done in this episode alone because you're hardworking and it'll get done even if we have to stay up all night because Cassie will stay awake for us. I'm sure I that this. we can accomplish everything. I can grab anything you need with these working hands. Those working hands are going to pick all these things up. So <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware. It's been, you know, just a very long few weeks. It's been a long year, but it's officially 2021. Yay! We are out of 2020. Um, and I don't know about you, but I feel like I still have some 2020 like clinging to me. It's there. It's lingering. Mm -hmm. These 2020 vibes are deep in me and I just need to get rid of them. I don't want to wait until like spring cleaning time to get rid of these bad vibe 2020 like dust bunnies that are just hanging around. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just ready to chuck it all out the window. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, ready to be shaved like a sheep of ooh, these little yes. 2020 dust bunnies. Ooh. These 2020 best bunnies are going to shave, be shaved, and we're going to be like little naked sheep just running around frolicking free. God, I oh would love to be a God. naked sheep. <laughs> I want to be <laughs> a naked Mulrack, please. Sure. Oh, diving into nacho too. cheese? Nacho cheese oh. and diving into the ground and being able to see underground. And then when I do submerge or do arrive up into the real world, my eyes, um, they're blind. <laughs> I can't see. But it's cool. 
but it's cool because i you live underground it. nacho cheese and diving underground both very good things you may yes. get a chance this episode we'll see but for this very special 2021 episode i want us to create a soul cleansing routine the perfect formula to dust away any cobwebs left behind by 2020 so we can start 2021 fresh we are getting rid of all of that junk and we are moving forward in the best way possible and we i feel like we have to create the best formula the best routine by leaving it up to fate, by leave, rolling some dice um, and figuring it out together. And I think we have just the right amount of chaos and energy and uh, just weirdness about us to really find a way to cleanse ourselves of 2020. I don't know about you, but I think we are the perfect people for this job. Oh, for sure. Especially if we just leave it up to fate mainly. That's how that's how we succeed in this world. Leaving is- it up to fate is, is the best part of this whole <laughs> routine that we are going to create. Um, but before we get too far into realigning ourselves, cleansing our spirits as only we can, and informing others how they are also able to cleanse their spirits and rid themselves of 2020 dust bunnies, uh, I think we should start our cleanse by first revealing how we have failed from the previous week because the previous week falls into 2020. So if we get those out of the way, this cleansing will be a lot more possible. Man, you keep saying cleanse and all I can think of is people who do those juice cleanses and then how they (laughs) always have to tell you not how like how their bowel movements are too. And Uh it's like, damn, we're about to all talk about bowel movements at the end, aren't we? I already brought up. You already do. So (laughs) except I don't call I don't regular. I don't talk about them as bowel movements though. I do go. You just talk about shitting yourself. Yes, I do say the the S word. (laughs) (laughs) You're not Instagram uh you know influencer ready. You're just podcast ready when you talk about your your poo poos. My poo poos. Um, well, my fail actually, um, doesn't have to do with poo poo this time. Oh man. I thought I was going to, I thought it was all going to align. No, I thought, yeah, you were (laughs) leading with that. (laughs) (laughs) Leave those stains in the past. Um, so proud of you. Two different responses. 2021 is already starting very well. Caitlin is not talking about shit. And I'm talking about a fail at the same time. Um, no, my fail is the fact that um, sometimes I really just try too hard for the gram. And I think a lot of people can agree with this. And um, mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. job, I have to take pictures of like the environment and things like that and get the good angles in order to showcase this best on social media and like in all of our like everything we do right so um i saw this awesome picture that i could take and it was of the hygienist and she was in a really cute mask and she had all of her like uh ppe on and she looked great because i work in a dental office and i was like oh this is a great shot so i grabbed my camera i got ready to take the picture and i got the picture but it was the picture of the hygienist looking at me with fucking the largest fucking eyes known to mankind because i scared the fucking shit out of her as she was cleaning someone's teeth (laughs) so yeah i got a picture but it is of a scared terrified hygienist while she has her hands like her fucking fist inside someone's mouth so um yeah my, my fail is that i went too far for the gram and it um it came back and it got me did mm. the hygienist like 
hit the gums more intensely or did she have the instinct Probably. to pull out she had the instinct to pull out she's very good she's, she's very she, good she, at she's her a job. good hygienist she's done better than before. any hygienist i know because they mm-hmm. just hit your gums without being startled by a photographer so intentionally no. with vengeance they do <laughs> and then they say if you flossed more as they're stabbing you as they have a straight up surgical knife and are like hey, this wouldn't be bleeding if you didn't <laughs> bitch you're fucking stabbing me nah she's good she's a nice one she came out clean um, I, you know, unfortunately I did have to see those tools and they were clean guys. No blood on those guys. That's good. Someone oh. had some clean gums that, that patient there was doing great. Proud of that patient. Did you post the picture? No, I didn't. But I, <laughs> do I have the picture on my phone? <laughs> yes, I do. I tried to find her afterwards to be like, Hey, like, sorry, but I couldn't find her. So I just kept this picture of her and just like, save it, save it for a day. There is fear. There's fear in those eyes. In line with yours, I didn't scare anybody, but mine did uh, happen at work. And it was, I've done pretty good, or I did pretty good at getting uh, gifts this last year. But I thought I had most people covered, but that you know how uh, there's always a coworker who has to decide that they, this is the year they're going to get you a gift and you were not ready for mm-hmm. it. So um, my, I did, I had this situation happen and I had to rush like, to get a gift for this person and um the only thing close to me that i can get to in time was a gas station slash liquor store Ooh. so Ooh, what i came back with was a beautiful gift of um like this little like italian trail mix thing of fireball whiskey and mints oh and pistachios oh, oh, oh my god and um <laughs> I had, so you know they have given me this gift that their wife wrapped for them so you knew it like it looked very well presented and then i was like oh i gotta grab my gift remind me later i'll get that for you ran out at my lunch to go grab this and um then i tried to like i just tried to like bundle it but i only had office supplies to bundle it so um it was just a rubber band but on all of these and i handed it over and this person was straight up like present this better to me oh my god because <laughs> he was like he knew he was like how last minute was this and i was like um when i said i was leaving i went and got this and he was like oh, you no. can you can present this better so um now i have to i like poorly like i tied a ribbon around it the next day and uh, i'm gonna pr- give him that or i gave him that there you go i i gave you guys christmas ribbon recycle that use that on presents <laughs> it is. that uh, oh. might be exactly what happened <laughs> great minds think alike <laughs> books did just such an amazing job wrapping our gifts <laughs> with some beautiful like some beautiful patterned uh ribbon that's it's a martha stewart ribbon it. yeah it was Book. a very fucking big nice long ribbon that we both decided needed to be reused <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad it went to reusing because it's a very nice ribbon and i thought it looked very pretty on your gift so, so they thought so as well you really did God. a great job <laughs> glad oh i this is not my fail but i did i was at the office and uh I, it's the office that I don't go in very regularly because I just don't work there very often. But uh, one of the coworkers came in while me and another employee who's been there for five months now were standing in someone else's office and she dropped off two gifts for the two people in there but looked at us and said, I'm sorry. It just walked away. <laughs> 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 just just uh, was like, 
oh i'm sorry she made I, it her defense we were not supposed to be in that office we just had been doing work with those two people who were in there so she thought she was just gonna like run in and drop off their presents without us seeing but that is so good i'm so proud of her <laughs> she was just looked at us she was like i'm sorry she set them down and then just ran out the office and i was like merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get to do anything either i respect you so much for that move don't even feel bad <laughs> uh but my fail is that uh speaking of christmas gifts mine um leading up to christmas took over my entire house to the point where i just had like in various spaces different gifts and then when people would announce that they were going to come over to drop something off or pick something up i'd have to look around the house and be like do i need to hide anything can i throw a blanket over something because i hadn't wrapped them yet and um i was using our office it's a second bedroom but right now it's my office because i teach in it as the storage place for all of the gifts and earlier last week i picked up the last present for my fiance and i didn't want him to see it but it's definitely not the size that i could easily hide it away so i just threw it on the floor of my office along with like three of his other gifts and locked him out of it and said you cannot go in there no matter what and then he was working from home while i was in the office that i'm rarely in (laughs) away from the house and he calls me and he's like I have to print something for work and the printer is in the office and all of those gifts uh, I basically made him tell his supervisor that it was going to be delayed severely until I got home I respect you for that move that's a baller move I spent a lot of time finding those gifts I was not having them spoiled because he needed to print something and without me he's working from home he wouldn't have a printer that is my personal printer so they can't like require him to have a printer so Boom. it was like they can find a way to work around it because you didn't give him a printer when you sent him home to work from home. So fuck Boom. yeah, yeah, that's you did. boss moves right there. Also, <laughs> the gift you got him was very good and is it's very a large, very good gift. And yeah, it's it's not gonna just you know fit in a little cabinet or cupboard. So or cannot um, be covered up just easily, easily it's without like, knowing exactly what it is and what's under it. So yeah, but my fail is that I I just basically made him tell, tell his boss like, nope, can't do my work today. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, cannot print that. Sorry. Nope, not happening. There is definitely a printer five feet from me, but I cannot get to it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Send me the PDF. I'll read it on my phone. <laughs> so I feel like I feel so refreshed already getting that fail off my chest. I am rejuvenated excited and i think we are just ready to get into our adventure yeah cleanse me cleanse my fucking soul mckenna caitlin i think we can cleanse you because we rolled a two and that's your number which means you are just starting off our adventure right away which probably means you'll be the first to be cleansed i don't know no this is a the the beginning of the year cleanse i'm very excited for this one a whole new year starting a whole new group of animals because for your number i uh give you an animal i try to stump you but you always know it and you give us all the good animal facts and of course the nose noise they make Mm -hmm. so um this one i specifically brought because of the noise so if you could tell me about the banjo frog Oh, the banjo frog. Oh, man, you know about them banjo frogs. They are pretty cool. They live up in Alabama, and then they have a good friends, and then they do have washboards, too, and they um they click their heels against each other because they are cool little banjo frogs. Can anyone understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Every once in a while. Okay, cool, because I can't understand <laughs> even what I'm saying. I can't even talk fast enough to make it make sense. <laughs> so <laughs> They click their heels together. That's they have right. washboards. They do have washboards, cool. and they do click their heels together. Mm. Yeah, oh, s- simply because they do live in Alabama. Alabama? The Alabama. Do they sing Sweet Home Alabama? Um, 
<laughs> or unfortunately these frogs are very big kid rock fans um good yeah unfortunately so these are on the not cool animal lists um but <laughs> but one of the things that is cool about them is the noise that they make and as banjo frogs you know <laughs> is the sound that they make <laughs> And that's just when they I thought Caitlin broke again. Not, not mating, nothing. <laughs> I'm surprised that like that's a very intricate like banjo riff that they're able to pull off right from the beginning. Yeah, like that's just genetically like in for them, and I I love that. And it's genetically just mm-hmm. for coolness. It's not even for mating. Like you know, just... usually the noises they make are for mating. This mm-hmm. is not. This is just to be like, wow. I'm fucking cool. Wow. This is like to show off to the other like frogs. Like yeah. Does it I got create like a bit Do of they, a hierarchy, like within the frog status? Like you know, who can more popular who can frogs rip it harder? Riff longer, yeah, yeah. It's like fuck that one ripped hard. Boss frog right there. <laughs> can they still jump super high, or is it only is it only banjo playing with those legs? They can only jump high enough to click their heels. So instead of like getting like five feet off the floor, these ones get maybe a foot off, but they get just that nice foot off the floor to uh, click those heels. So it's it's a great thing to look at. And when they do land, they do go. It's on the land, too. It's on the land. Yep. So, um, yeah, the banjo frogs are pretty cool frogs. Uh, when we so obviously when the banjo frog like I thought this is what the banjo frog was going to be. I must have found like the lame, boring one because the one I found um the most unique thing is obviously the sound they make about the banjo frog. And there's like a unique feature that the female frogs have. But for the most part, like they are normal frogs. They look like normal frogs. They have like greens. They're a mix of dark greens and have the white underbellies uh, covered in warts. They get their name obviously because of the distinctive bonk uh, that it makes. <laughs> it sounds like a banjo string being plucked. Bong, 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 bong. They're also called a pobble bonk, which is just a fun word. I really enjoy that. And you can find these little dudes. They're native to Australia, which um, makes sense because they have like all the wild animals there. But it doesn't make sense because it seems like they should be in the swamps of the south. Like 100%. It's like the only place I can picture them. But so like, as I said, they uh, normal frogs, they burrow and try to go underground during the hot and dry seasons. And uh, so the females, what makes them unique is they lay about 4,000 eggs at a time. And then to protect their eggs, they will use, and this is a direct quote, they will use their forearms like egg beaters to turn the jelly surrounding the eggs into a foam that cradles the eggs. (laughs) So they kind of just make a little egg mush, stick them next to like a little twig or something so they kind of stay put and they can like, they don't float down river and shit. And when uh, you said they, they got the egg beaters and stuff like that, I immediately went to they were gonna beat their they were gonna beat their children. Yeah, yeah and, I had um, a real fear while eating that or reading that too. <laughs> <laughs> Little Grogu over here eating baby frog eggs. <laughs> the child has influenced me deeply. <laughs> All right, that was excellent i'm still stuck on cassie eating baby frog eggs it's gonna take me a minute to recover yeah i can't eat normal eggs but uh baby frog eggs is what i get down on so it's the exception i get it they're kind of look like little gummy worms or something like that they have a different look to them they seem more appealing it's the tide pod uh, feature like i gotta i gotta see how squishy it is they're like gushers see i'm not drawn to them but yes the tide pod the gusher it all connects it all it's ties all right together there. Caitlin, I have to say, I like your banjo frogs a bit better. 
I think they're very cool. Um, I want one now just for that. Like, I feel like if I could have a banjo frog as an alarm clock, it'd be very enjoyable. Oh my God. I think uh, I would. So you're going to get. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> handle a banjo frog as an alarm clock. I feel like I would get a kick out of it. Uh, you're going to get 100 points. Cassie, for coming up with this, presenting this goody animal, even though you made it slightly more boring, you're going to get 25 points. Thank you. And I think we are ready to get to our first step of cleansing. And naturally, I think we should start, maybe not naturally, this was where my mind went first. I think we should start by cleaning out our mouths. A good gargle will rid us of all the negative things we said and you know, felt this past year and help us speak a little bit more clearly and positively this new year. So, but again, we're leaving this all up to the fates. So I need Cassie to roll a D4 um, to see what the universe wants to communicate with us as to what we should gargle. Because 2020 was a shithole of a year, so we may need to gargle something uh, truly revolting to get rid of it. Ooh, Maybe not. Wow. Only fate can hopefully, decide. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's something all right. I rolled a one. I'm terrified. We are gargling vodka. Oh, no, my God. No. I have no right to be terrified. No, I'm supposed to be start. This is supposed to be cleansing. I have a question. Do you guys have Vodka's trouble gargling too, or is it just me? Nah, it depends on you. what it is. Okay. All right. All right. Like if I'm just gargling salt water or something, I can gargle it fine. Oh my God. But. I literally can't gargle anything. Do you always approach like whenever I go to like swish like mouthwash in my mouth or whatever, I always have to like remind myself it's not a drink. Don't swallow. It's not a drink. Don't swallow. <laughs> like I'm a dumbass. No, I um, immediately go to choking. <laughs> 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 I immediately try to go to gargling and it's like, <laughs> like. It, it's it's it gets bad like that. It's like it's almost the opposite turns problem. To gagging. Yes, very quickly. So um, I'm gonna choke on vodka. That sounds pretty normal, actually. It <laughs> seems about right. Yeah, seems about right. <laughs> At least if you accidentally swallow it, you just got a shot. Ah, so Jesus, no. There is not it's, it's not. it's better than most things that you have to gargle. Like uh, there was some, there were some pretty gross options available. So honestly, vodka, not that bad. All right, I'll take it then. It's a doable one. Uh, and now we need to determine what our first bite or sip to drink is now that our mouths are cleansed. I feel like we need to put something in our system that is also cleansing. So, Caitlin, can you roll a D4 to determine what our first consumption should be? Yes, I, I got a three. This sounds like a weird oh. ass cleanse. <laughs> it's a brownie. We are starting off 2020 oh eating okay. a brownie. <laughs> a little vodka and a little brownie. I got it. Oh my that, God. that was a good <laughs> option. Uh, I'm very, it. very pleased with that. I think that's the perfect way. We're starting out 2021 with a little bit of sweetness. That's how we're doing it. We're just, <laughs> we're making ourselves sweet. Oh my God. And we are ready to roll again and get back into our adventure. I'm like not prepared to gargle this vodka though. I just keep thinking about that. But you know, chasing it We're with all the brownie. It together. Chasing, chasing it with, it the, with brownie. the brownie. Exactly. And like we will do this together and like go through stuff. Right now we're just determining what the routine is gonna be. Yeah. And then after the episode ends, you can gargle the vodka. Oh mm-hmm. and eat the brownie. The brownie. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Not during the show. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No one needs to hear that. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 19, which is going to be us in an alternate universe. I hope you have created some better, some better than 2020 alternate universes for us to live in. So mine, it's so funny that we're here because mine actually is um, an alternate universe. We're all going to be 30 year old babies and we're in a family and our brother is Grogu. (laughs) 
Grogu, baby Yoda. <laughs> do we look like our brother or do we look like us? He's actually going to be our twin brother. So we look okay. almost identical to him. Un- okay. Right. Um, so he's our brother. And our twin brother, as you know, Grogu, has a big destiny. So when uh, we are all 30 years old, Grogu leaves the family, leaves the nest, and we are told by our parents that we are the outcasts. They had their one great child. And then there was us. <laughs> so we were left to fend ourse- for ourselves. So being the outcasts, the children without Jedi abilities, we formed a close bond with each other. If we were Jedis, we wouldn't be able to form those bonds. So um, we became uh, really close and we decided that we like the taste of frog, which, of course, you know, Grogu loves frogs and Grogu's family loves frogs as well. So uh, we decide to use our baby coo language, which is seriously just a language. I know it sounds like baby language, but to us, that's that's how we speak. So we use our baby coo language to con strangers into taking us around the galaxy with them until we happen across a fishing town on a planet. It's guys. It's perfect. It's like the best place. There's like water everywhere. There's probably frog. So we're doing really good. We're um, living really well on this this new planet. And we decided this is where we want to make camp. So we travel around the planet a little bit until we find this group of frog people. And there's a whole village of these frog people. So we are like, okay, this is great. We decide to find a nice tree and live in a hole in that tree. And we begin to hunt at night, our first night in our our tree hole family home. And we find out that these frog people have their eggs and they keep them all in one area. So every night we begin to steal more and more eggs and we get fatter and fatter and we become larger and larger. So we become almost rectangular is how fat we get. Uh, We don't get circular. We get straight rectangular. It Um, makes sense. And um, we just gorge ourselves in all these frog eggs. And we notice it's been 10 years now. And the frog population is not coming back. We just keep gorging ourselves more and more. And all of a sudden, it's 50 years and there's nothing left. There's no more frog people. There's nothing left to eat. So, of course, we have to move on to the octopus people. But... Um, we are the reason that the frog people have become extinct and Grogu then tries to continue to end the lineage later as seen in the Mandalorian. So we ate a whole species. We ate a species (laughs) (laughs) while living in a tree. Like despite how big we got, we still lived in a tree. Yeah, we were rectangular. So we could like turn ourselves sideways and we were like totally cool. We'd fit. We like, were like little blocks in there. Like little fat ass Keebler elves. Yeah. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Except we don't make cookies. We just are the terrors of the town. Yes, we are. At yeah. what point do the frogs wow. start running from us? They don't realize we are just like little babies. They, they don't realize like- these rectangular <laughs> monsters like coming towards them are going to And they them. keep getting think bigger. About a giant fat like baby. as as the rest of their family continues to die and we keep getting rounder they don't they don't ever see longer cassie longer we're rectangles rectangles (laughs) more square we're more square like they don't understand more we're trying to get to walking refrigerators and they're like huh where do our eggs keep going Well, at least we have each other as we take down a whole family you know, or Grogu whole species. It's not allowed what? to make bonds. We are. Yeah. And we can't be blamed too much because our parents abandoned us. So we have no concept of, yep. you know, structure. They we told were never us taught. We were worthless. So we had to learn on our own. And yeah. what we learned is that we liked eggs and we wanted them in our bodies. So we decided to eat a whole species. 
if we can't have a family, they can't either. No That's parents right. for nobody. That's We're just right. going to take mm-hmm. that. You know what? Those little eggs will never know the rejection of a parent. And um, they're <laughs> exactly. welcome for it. Saving them from hardship. Yep. <laughs> At first, I saw us as complete monsters. And I've done a complete Thanos turn. And I see uh-huh. us as the saviors to this species. So there we go. We are That's inevitable. That's a good vibe for me in this new year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we... Um, you guys almost landed on my exact uh, alternate universe in our last roll. <laughs> it was just frogs on frogs on frogs, guys. Frogs Little on frogs, frogs. On frogs. And Cassie eating eggs. And Cassie eating eggs. Yeah, if they whip it up in a little jelly, I can't help myself. You you whip it up in a little jelly. I will. That's your special <laughs> skill. I will. My, I'm going to take a hard turn from us uh, wiping out an entire species in, a, <laughs> in a, my alternate universe. We are going to actually, we're going to help people because... Um, I have us, we, you know how I'm always trying to find businesses for us and how we can use our talents. And um, mm-hmm. where I think, uh, where I put it this, us this time, and I think we can really succeed, is for us to be corporate camp counselors. No. So you know how, like, sometimes uh, companies will send you on corporate events? Yes. And um, mm-hmm. they're always, I've never been on one, but I've, they seem lame. Like, it's just, like, trust exercises, boring, like, lectures and stuff. And um, also, as like a kid, all the camps I went to, I always felt like they could be a little better. They were fun as hell, but there was too much, like too much, too many restrictions. So now that we have adults, we can combine the fun of being a kid without the restrictions. So um, as camp counselors, I have Caitlin, you will be in charge of the boot camp slash obstacle course. Yes. And you are going to like, it's going to be the most intense obstacle courses, but they're still going to have to have an office spin on it to make it where like, you know, corporate could write it off. So it's going to be like, they need to do the monkey bars while tangled up in like a phone cord. Uh, You throw like a big ass computer at them. They need to catch it and do a burpee. I don't know. You're the master here. Mm -hmm. Whatever you feel like they need to pick up all the papers the fastest, like put a real corporate spin on this shit. I'm going to make a reason. You know, those big blobs at camp. Go through those cones on a rolling office chair. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's that's an obvious one. Definitely going to happen. But we're going to add this blob in there because you think a blob. No, definitely not necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, But that big blob, we're going to put like a stack of papers of things that like they've accomplished and we're going to send them off because it's like oh, that's fun and send them up into the air because they deserve to be raised up and praised up like fuck yes so inspirational too yeah. and better when at first you brought in the blob i thought you were gonna fill it with ink and then we were gonna ink up the whole little lake mm-hmm. oh fuck but that's um you did better bad did for better an ecosystem that. but kind of cool looking <laughs> <laughs> i like yours better of raising everyone up and boosting them on their successes yeah. very inspirational and that's why you are the master at this mm-hmm uh, books you're gonna be in charge of all the classes and you're gonna put like a fun you're gonna make sure they're all fun educational and what's needed in a workplace so you're gonna have like classes that you wouldn't think to initially put in but like are absolutely needed so you'll have a class that's like how to bake good stuff to bring to the office so people mm-hmm. stop bringing their shit and you don't have to act like you like it mm-hmm. like make sure they know how to bake stuff so when they bring it to the office it's fun and like just simple things of like how to refill, like everybody can refill the paper trays, just little things to make it where like it's fun little tasks and Always things. Always necessary. So you just passive really... aggra- aggressive behavior is appropriate. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> how to write the best passive aggressive email and when it's needed, 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're here. And for me, you know how like every camp I feel it always leads up to the big event, which is a talent show. 
And I'm just going to be the talent show yes. producer. So I'm going to be there. I'm in charge of screening the applicants. Yes. And I'm there. Like, I'll be taking up at least two hours of their day every day, like, coaching them and helping them make their performances the best and most entertaining they could be. And uh, I feel like everybody's going to come back. For, like, we are going to be renowned camp counselors. And it's going to be, like, all the Fortune 500 companies are going to, like, come to us to, like, rebuild their whole companies. I fucking love this. I will 100% get on this. And um, I will join you. I want to make this happen. I know. Uh, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't will... want this to be an alternate universe. Yeah. This is a Shark Tank pitch and you just got all my money. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I will work for you. <laughs> Yeah, all, all I've wanted. Yes. Now I just need to get like fucking Nestle or something behind us. Uh, we, that's easy. Mm-hmm. I'll get. I'll reach out to Mr. Nestle. Mr. Nestle himself. It's and fine. Mr. We got Mr. this. Kit Kat. Nestle Tollhouse. Miss Tollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> what is the cookie girl name? Uh, Miss Fields. There's Mrs. Fields. Mrs. No, I never realized yeah. the difference between. I always forget the difference between those. Miss, not Betty. She's proper Ms. Crocker. and married. That's Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker? fuck miss nope never gonna get there <laughs> Who's but, i don't know what you're thinking of i was just throwing out names miss cook miss oh. the cookie lady no not Chips oreo <laughs> no that's melendez i'm gonna f- i'm gonna i'm gonna get this guys <laughs> no one's gonna care you but i do it out while you think on that I'm going to go into my alternate universe, which is a very different turn. Um, but we are creating something. It's not quite a business venture, although we do end up very profitable as a result. So in an alternate universe, it's very similar to ours. Uh, a lot of regular things. People work. People uh, enjoy activities in every four years. People get look, get excited to look forward to the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics. And you might be thinking, what could be better than the Olympics? Everyone was thinking this. Like, that is just an event that a lot of people look forward to. The diving and gymnastics of summer, ice skating, curling, and snowboarding of winter. It's a lot going on, really. They are really great events that happen every two years if you alternate the winter and summer. But if you consider it, there is still a gap year between the summer and the winter in which we must survive 12 Olympicless months in a row. No event such as that. It's, it's a hard time. And that is where we come in. Recognizing this problem, we task ourselves creating a worthy competition that can be international and not involve the athletes already competing in the Olympics because it would just be too much stress on their body to add another competition to their busy schedule. They just wouldn't have the time. They wouldn't want to risk their uh, injuries for this new brand of Olympics that we are creating. And there are already so many sports involved in the actual winter and summer Olympics that we just can't think of anything worthy um, of our new Olympics. So we come together, our three brilliant minds, and we create the Craft Olympics. That's right. Craft is actually an acronym that stands for Creative Reasonably Abled Fun Teams. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Creative Reasonably? We really did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> abled reasonably abled fun teams we didn't really oh work on that God. it just it was the first thing <laughs> that yes. we put together uh because it's still new we're allowed it to pass on our bad acronym but we are qualified to enter uh we're qualified ourselves enough to enter as competitors and we uh-huh. hire hosts mm-hmm. for the competition because we know that we cannot miss an opportunity to compete in the craft olympics caitlin you help 
create and then compete in scrapbook crafting. That's right. You get the very best pictures. You get the very best items and put them together for beautiful scrapbooks. Cassie, you create crafty catchphrases for signs and uh, all sorts of memorabilia that people on Etsy and Pinterest are just going to eat up. They're going to love it. You are just the inspiration behind all of them. And I obviously knit in the knitting competition. It's just it goes with it but there is a team event remember i fun teams is part of the acronym so we have to have a team event and there's a few different ones a lot of them are more crafty skilled there's a baking event there's uh, a few other team events but there's one team event that we have entered and we are so excited about and that's the boxcar races as a team we must craft boxcar races design them in a limited time frame with selected limited materials that the olympics provide to us we cannot come pre-prepared with a boxcar we have to create it in the moment and race it in a track and for in order for us to win all three of us must also race in our boxcar individually best time wins and it is by far the most athletic of the, all the craft competitions at the craft Olympics. And you know what? I'm sad to say, Caitlin, you did not take gold in scrapbook crafting. Uh, Cassie, you did not take gold in catchphrases. I didn't yeah. even place in knitting crafting, but we did take gold in the boxcar racing. That's that right. Is our title. That's all that matters. Woo. It's all that I uh, want. I just want to do that, that event alone. The mm-hmm. three of us get to stand on the podium. It's an international competition. We had to stand there proud as hell that we took gold in the boxcar races. And the Craft Olympics become an international hit. Soon we have the Great British Bake Off requesting permission to join as well as the creator of Nailed It and several other creative shows such as glass blowing ones and other craft uh, competitions. And we become just as big as the traditional Olympics. And it's a great environment for all non-traditionally athletic competitors to compete it's Hell such yes. a fucking dream. I love every part of that. That's a, I want this to be. I want this to be our reality. I like this. I like this a lot because we do. There is <laughs> there that are, lull between the Olympics, and it's like, well, what now? Do I watch regular sports that yeah. are not Olympic? But also, I would like to not be able quite to at do the it. Level or standard? Yeah, I would like to be able to enter into something. I like want that. to win a gold medal, but I am not qualified to win a gold medal for anything. Mm-hmm. So I have to invent my own possibility. Yes. Thank you for doing that. And I do I do wish we lived in two of the three alternate universes that were presented today. You I didn't can't want say to I wish to live in all three of them. <laughs> you didn't want to eat like a species to death? No, that's the one we do want. It's, oh, good, it's, okay. the, it's the camp counselors and we can't stand mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really it. I hate mosquitoes and I, know I, I ta- can't stand the idea of being at a summer camp. So <laughs> I um, would honestly, I would live in that shit and I would love it. <laughs> I uh, think I was made for that job. So um, you brought it to me and you cannot take it away from me. Now I want to live in that world. <laughs> um, and also you brought me those eggs. <laughs> yeah. I brought you eggs and you must keep them now forever. Um, we were talking about, I was trying to get that Miss something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Miss Debbie's, but it's Little Debbie's. Uh-huh. Those were very, very good alternate universes, though. Caitlin, for... You know what? We bonded. We stayed together. We fought against the rejection of our parents. Mm-hmm. And that deserves rewarding, even if we made an entire population We go didn't extinct. know it was bad. So you're going to get 70 points. We were points. just hungry. We were just trying to survive. And Cassie... You have made dreams come true that I didn't even realize I had in your alternate mm-hmm. universe. So thank you. You're going to get 125 points. Thank you. 
And we need to keep cleansing. We have keep used cleansing. some mouthwash. We have had our first bite of 2021. Uh, and we just need to cleanse. We cleansed our taste buds and, you know, our stomachs, I guess. I'm not really sure. But now we need to also cleanse our ears and our muscles. So, Cassie, can you roll a D4 to determine which song will cleanse our souls? Oh, my God. This is a big one. And roll, roll well. I rolled a four. Oh, it's friends or family from the Lego Batman movie. Yes! Fuck, that one works. I love that song so much. That'll that'll do. It's good. It's good. There were some interesting choices that the fates gave us as options, and uh, you chose well. I'm really excited by that. And Caitlin, we obviously cannot just listen to the song. We need to jam to this song. Yeah, we, we need do. to dance our hearts out and sing aloud for the cleansing to work. So, can you roll a D4 to determine what style of dance will best help us cleanse? Uh, I got a four. Please be jump style. We're moshing. Oh, God, even better. The shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a lot of pent up feelings about the last year. So this is going to help a friends lot. Friends are family as we mosh. As I beat the shit out of all my friends as and family. Bosh. <laughs> I'm very excited. I cannot. This is going to wash away all the vodka gargling, to be honest. This is going to cleanse my soul of God, that bad memory. So. Yeah, I've got vodka and brownie <laughs> energy in me. And now I'm ready to deck some motherfuckers. <laughs> Which is my family and friends. <laughs> motherfuckers as in my family and friends. <laughs> uh, this is coming together so well. I already feel the cleansing powers just as we are just talking about it and creating this. I think it's time for us to get back to our adventure though and roll. And I've rolled a one, which is DM roll. And speaking of things that happened in 2020, I had to teach a lot of classes online. And that led to a lot of interactions with students that I didn't actually get to interact with. So I feel like there were just some miscommunications, misconnections. Uh, But for this DM roll, I just want to uh, see what you guys come up with. Because I finished grading essays for my class's final at the end of 2020. Um, which, mind you, were typed and spell checked. Spell check was enabled. They had like complete accessory to that. And I had the wildest spellings for quite a few words. So for this DM role, I would like each of you to take a minute to imagine and present the wildest spelling you could possibly come up with or create for the word. Exactly. Traditionally spelled E-X-A-C-T-L-Y. Um, but whoever gets closest to what my students came up with will win 50 points. Okay, I got you. Um, I actually never mind. I have to like actually write it down. That's what this is gonna take. Okay, I know. I know what I got it. Okay, um, is it E X Z A C H L Y? I. It is not, but I will write that down in consideration. Cassie, what is your proposed spelling? Okay, exactly. E G G S A C K T E L Y. Exactly. Cassie, I do think yours is closer. Holy no shit. No <laughs> My student <laughs> spelled it I-G-Z-A-C-T-L-Y. Wait, hold I on. I never thought of the power of an <laughs> I at the beginning. Hold on. I-G-Z-A-C-T-L-Y. <laughs> How did you put together that that was exactly... I had to read that sentence so many times to figure out what they meant. That's delightful. I thought it was a name of something. I was like, is this a character? <laughs> oh, it's delightful. I oh love it. Oh my God. Exactly. I G Z A C T L Y. Exactly. Oh my God. They really broke that down phonetically and they got stuck on the beginning. They're like, Ig. 
Uh, exactly. I <laughs> stopped grading for that entire evening after I finished that one. I just couldn't. I died laughing. I shared it with Nick. And then I just was like, I'm done for the evening. I've clearly taught the student nothing. So <laughs> I just need a break. I fail. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm their English professor. And they submitted a spell check enabled essay with the spelling exactly. Oh, my God. My- there is like... Uh, there is speak to text like on like you can do it on your computer yeah. you can do it on a phone like almost like there are well, a ton of devices that allow you to do and this and they're working from home yeah so they can like use other devices to google things or look them up yeah. and i can't tell if they're cheating because they're working from home yeah again that just proves so. i love this student because they got so stuck on this <laughs> word that they typed that out spell check was like fuck if i know bro <laughs> and they were like i can't even get close enough on a google for this so yeah. here we are i'm turning yep. it in it is rough though when you know yep. what you have to say but you can't get google it's like fit help you it's like bro you know it's like, like bro, i'm so no close recognized <laughs> i hate it when you're like one letter off but google's like you fucking idiot <laughs> Every now and then it happens and I will just rewrite an entire sentence using a different word if I Same. cannot yep. figure it out. Like I will rearrange things. That's what I, my go-to is that because sometimes I just can't spell certain words and they're tough. Uh, but I've never seen that spelling for exactly. It was an absolute joy to read and your spellings were absolute joys as well. Cassie, you get bonus 50 points because you did put the G there mm-hmm. and that was... that was. But you didn't do the I or the Z. So God, the I... I, I added a Z. <laughs> the i and the z is so powerful the the i the i is what really that's some like exploding brain shit like that's how most people pronounce exactly until i saw that spelling and i was like exactly oh my god we say it that way (laughs) yeah they broke it down real phonetically on that one like that that comes from like generations of speech patterns like there's a whole study behind the spelling of that word It was it was a lot of commitment and I'm very proud of them. And on that, we should get back to our cleansing. I'm excited for us to we are in our last second to last uh, cleansing movement and we need to go out and do something. We need to leave the (laughs) house safely (laughs) for a full cleanse. We cannot stay home uh, (laughs) and continue to uh, see the same things. We need to change our environment, our space, if we can fully cleanse ourselves. So, Caitlin, can you roll a D4 to determine what we go out and do? I rolled a two. We go for a hike. Oh, Oh, always good. Always Uh, fun. And then, Cassie, can you roll a D4 to see who we bring along? I rolled a one. We bring along Murdoch. Oh, Oh my God. What a delight. Murdoch's coming on a nice little hike with us. I feel like this is a very cleansing activity for us. There's nothing that could go wrong. It's going to be beautiful. And I'm very pleased with that. And with that, I think it's time for us to go into probably what will be our last roll of this adventure. We are running out of time. So let's see what we rolled a 17, which is change the ending. What would you guys like to change? Well, first of all, I'd like to change the ending of Smallville, uh, which uh, we have finished. And um, I would like to change it so spoilers it never ends. Ahead. Oh, yeah, spoilers <laughs> ahead. I, we fucking finished it. We finally did it. 10 seasons of Smallville, 62 discs. Actually, it was only 60. The last two are special features, and I will be getting into those later. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. my actual change the ending is going to go to Smallville, though. Uh, at season 10, you get introduced to a character named um, uh, Connor Kent, which I didn't know who Connor Kent was before I did some Googling on the name. 
because the character seems wild. Lois Lane introduces, well, like once you find out who the parents of this child are, which he's a genetically engineered child, baby, baby, and he grows quickly. Um, and so you finally learn who the parents are of this child. And Lois Lane um, explains it as a love child between Clark Kent and uh, Lex Luthor. And which, let me tell you, when Clark oh, Kent and Lex Luthor... lineage. <laughs> yes, right? yeah. So, yes, the two DNA samples that are put together to make Connor Kent is Clark Kent and Lex Luthor. But, like, what makes it better is the fact that in the beginning of, the, like, the, the seasons that Clark Kent and Lex Luthor were friends, like, there was such good chemistry. Like, I wanted them to be together. And the fact that they finally had, like, a child together, like, not on... <laughs> Clark didn't, like, consent. His blood was taken in order to a make A genetically child. engineered love child. Yeah, yes! Yes. That's exactly... They explain it like that multiple times. So, um, I don't want that to finish. I, I mean, I don't want that to... Ch- <laughs> I don't want that to change. Instead, Connor Kent, which we later will find out is going to be Superboy. I would like to learn more of like why Lex like wanted to do this. And I want it to learn like um, like that he did it because he loved Clark mm-hmm. and not because he, he like fucked up and wants Clark's time. power. He wants to do this because he's like, I would like to have a child with my favorite person in the whole wide world, which is Clark Kent. And I know we normally wouldn't be able to have a child, but since I do have his blood and you are, he is an alien. He is Superman. Like I will make this child with him and it will be good. And, and, and that's what I would like. I would like that. I would like that just whole story, pre-story. Can we create a whole follow-up like parent trap ending movie where like they will engage and hope this kid that somehow brings them together later. Yeah. Life. Like this kid. engineer. I would love that. Yeah. Cause like in be a happy which, couple, to be honest, there might be like, <laughs> there might be some fanfic out there. There, pro- there is going to be some fanfic out there about this, but um, I know there's definitely some comics about like that kind of situation. Cause in Smallville, Lex Luthor had died and this was like his last, one of his last clones of himself. And then it was the clone with Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. There was that, but um, yeah, I would love to know that it was because Lex Luthor loved Clark Kent. Yeah, that it was from the heart and not yeah, from like that. a power grab. I yes. really I enjoy that way more because like their beginning re- relationship so precious. It was I loved it. Like you knew that they were going to be villains in the end. Like and it and, was like, so heartbreaking enemies. knowing that mm-hmm. and like watching them break apart was, was truly heartbreaking and and seeing them fight that too and oh, I I love that part mm-hmm. and I do want it to just be their love child. Yes. And I Lois, I appreciate you for actually saying that and I writers, I appreciate you writing that in there. Yeah. So, yes, that's what I would change and this is just another Very time for me to talk about Smallville. <laughs> I I respect it in that case because that is that would have been the better way. My change the ending. I recently watched a movie um, on Hulu called Happiest Season. I don't know if you have seen it. It's got Kristen Stewart. Oh, I have seen that one. Yes, I have Kristen Stewart and then uh, okay Daniel Levy. Dan Levy's in it. Yeah. Uh, so here's some major spoilers if you have not yet watched this holiday movie. I am sorry, but I'm changing the ending in a major way. Uh, but basically, it's. It's a needed movie because it's about like queer relationships and coming out and those are like in a holiday setting too. And I just feel like that's like a time where people in the LGBT community are forced to hide them true, their true selves or either confront those situations. And it's like that's a good movie to show. Um, but in this movie, there's a couple, Abby and Harper, they're together. They're super happy. And Harper reveals that she has not yet told her family that she's 
even gay, let alone is in a serious relationship. And Abby didn't know this and was like ready to propose to Harper, like ready to get married, like they were the one or whatever. So Harper brings Abby home intending to tell her parents, but then keeps backing off because it's just not a good time or it's really difficult. And this is perfectly reasonable. If you're not comfortable coming out, you should only do it when you feel safe or you feel secure. Completely agree with that. But the rest of the time, Harper's kind of a monster. She's totally she's she's horrible. She's horrible. (laughs) She's awful. Like, it's not just the fact that, like, she's not ready or comfortable to come out to her family. Like, she literally hangs all over her ex-boyfriend from high school and ditches her girlfriend and, like, makes Mm -hmm. her walk home alone at night by herself. And, like, regularly just treats her, like, younger sister. Like, she destroyed... Her sister spent a year painting a painting of their, like, Main Street hometown like main area and she destroys it on Chris yeah. like Christmas Eve. Like she's just a monster. She's like a bad person and in general. The, like, movie, <laughs> yeah. It's just not bad because she's, you know, afraid to come out to her family. No. She's just a bad person. She's just bad. <laughs> and Abby actually is this really great person. And one of the most horrible stories about Harper's past is that in high school, she realized that she was gay and uh, instead of like coming out, she started secretly dating this girl, Riley and they would pass each other love notes in the locker. Well, one of her friends found the love note that Riley left. And instead of saying, oh, yeah, we like each other, you know, we're dating. She spread the rumor that Riley was in love with her and was creepy and stalking her. So Riley was like ostracized her the rest of her high school career and forced mm-hmm. to come out before she was ready and never yeah. apologized for that. Like never, never made up for it. Just made it seem like Riley was this weird person who was still upset over the past for no reason. Which can you say who Riley? was played by <laughs> oh aubrey plaza it was brilliant <laughs> yeah oh man yeah. aubrey she was the coolest out there like the best person it's like so oh cool. and harper fucked you over too this bitch it's like i have a vendetta against harper i'm well, sorry abby <laughs> abby and riley ended up bonding over the fact that they both kept repeatedly getting screwed over by harper and it was yeah. these great little moments where they like you know went to a drag queen bar and like sang mm-hmm. with you know people and stuff it was a lot of fun and so in my change the ending abby ends up with riley harper yes. can go live her shitty life because she's a shitty person yeah um and they just live happily ever after yeah and it would just make me a lot happier i like that because harper it's like there's a lot of ways that you can like i don't know she's just honestly just a shit person just like every single person it's not even just her girlfriend she's like a shit person to her sister she's just a si- like, shit sibling yeah. yeah she's like oh and i have cool. one more change <laughs> oh yeah my other change is to not make the only people of color children uh, end up being shoplifters let's just oh. not do that either because that's Ooh. a shitty storyline yeah. as well <laughs> rough oh yeah rough on that yeah it's like literally there were three people of color in the entire film and two of them were small children that ended up shoplifting for no yeah, reason fucking, so fucking be better yeah riley be better is riley you know, the writers stain? no riley's the good one no, that's harper. Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> harper harper Harper's a shit stain. <laughs> yeah. Shit stain Harper and writers be better. Come on. Yep. Dan uh, Levy was great in that though. <laughs> Dan still Brilliant, love you. It, honestly, worth watching for Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy, Dan Levy alone. Yeah. Worth watching. That's, that's a powerful Chris group. Stewart was good too. Uh, I'm going to take a real hard change on my change the ending. Uh, I'm going to a show that nobody watches and nobody really knows about. It's called Pennyworth. It's on Epics, and that is why mm. nobody knows of this. And um, since nobody... I've heard of it. 
Yeah, that's yeah, like I've heard of it. it that's the- all we know about it. Like people have heard of the title, and that's about it. And that's where I stood going into it. And uh, I'm completely changing this role because I'm actually going to change the very beginning of season two. And when I say the very beginning, I mean like the season one recap that they put before the beginning. <laughs> and that is because like. I need them to hold my little baby hand because I can't be the only one who just jumped in at season two. And I need them like this is a show nobody knows about and nobody's going to do the research as to what this show is. So I need like what I'm pitching is there is a little like a little clippy version uh, that pops up in the corner of the recap and really explains what's really happening. So like what I'm pitching is this is how it's going to go. So it opens up and you're going to see this like old timey dude and he's passing over his business card and it says like Alfred and that he runs like a private security agency. And at this point, like a tiny little bat or some shit will pop up in the corner and be like, yeah, his name's Alfred. Like the one, the like popular butler to the rich, like crime fighting dude. And then he'll go away and it continues back on. And then, you know, we'll see uh, this uh, this lady running and she's kick-ass lady and she's doing like all this spy shit and she's going to say that her name is Martha. And then that little clippy little bat thing is going to come back up and be like, yeah, she doesn't have any pearls yet, but like just you wait until her origin. <laughs> and then we're going to see a nerdy-ass CIA dude and he's going to like trip over his shoe and it's going to be freeze frame and it's going to be like, yeah, uh, this is little bat dad and he's got some growing up to do. So <laughs> I would know that this... This show is about the origin story to Batman's parents and Alfred. Did you guys know that? Because didn't? No, sometimes. <laughs> I sometimes, did. <laughs> well, how the fuck did you guys know this? Like, a few years how ago. How did we know that it was? I didn't pay attention to this. It's called Pennyworth. It Alfred literally Pennyworth. starts like before <laughs> there was Batman. No, but like all the trailers for the first season were like before there was Batman. There was his butler. There was Pennyworth. <laughs> Alfred Pennyworth. Okay, some people never spent the time to learn Alfred's last name or pay attention to all those trailers that they put out because I knew I could never watch it, okay? Sometimes you just, this just happens in life. And sometimes you need a little clippy to appear in the corner and tell you straight up what it's about. Okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I when I first saw like Pennyworth, <laughs> I do like the clippy. The clippy is very good. But when we first did see the name Pennyworth, it was the same time that Pennywise was all big and it yeah. was out like that's yeah. the comic-con it like they were coincided so i could never put it together but you know after spending four days at comic-con and having a sh- trailer shown and people like talking mm-hmm. about it i kind of figured out it's alfred it everywhere I don't, I don't and they kept associating <laughs> it with batman they kept being like batman fans you should watch pennyworth yeah that's the only reason why I think I put it together because we were, you know, it was forced upon a shove down our Immersed. throat four days at San Diego Comic Con. But okay, I don't it think I know. went to a I single panel that, that had a video screen without seeing that a little bit. Like it was every. I went to a panel on the most opposite, off the wall stuff, and they were still, "Hey, watch this Pennyworth trailer." <laughs> I just want you guys to know how powerful my mind is, and that is, I saw they had a very expensive Pennyworth setup downtown, like a whole little experience thing, and it seems spooky. And I thought it was related to the little evil clown thing. And I was like, I have no interest in this. So my mind can completely, just as soon as I see that shit, turn off completely. So (laughs) (laughs) this is cool. I'm glad you guys both knew this. Um, 
Well, I'm still changing it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you it. got so far into it that you saw the mob, the dead, Pennyworth, and you were like, huh, what's this about? Do you Martha? want to know how far I got in this? I watched the episode. I did. I talked about it on a podcast for 25 goddamn minutes, and then somebody brought up that it was Batman in the middle of it, and I had to play cool. Like, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> what episode of the superhero show show is this on? Because I need to listen to your, to your voice change. It's the Pennyworth one, and I played it cool. I don't think you'll know <laughs> the Pennyworth episode where you're headlining or your your main show is Pennyworth. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. I will look for I that on the Superhero Show. show feed. <laughs> nope. I didn't say goddamn I, thing. Like, I hope like in the be- before you knew though in the beginning twenty five you were like I just love that there's this random butler dude who's like not connected to any other <laughs> comic book story. If you pay attention to my questions, you will see that I didn't know what this shit was about. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to make conversation about an old time security dude. Trying so fucking hard. And you're like, this is based on a comic book property, right? Because we only talk about shows based upon comic a comic book. But did I watch right? the There's- right show? There's so many comic book properties. I thought there was just like some security agent shit. At certain points, you just accept that there's dumb comics out there. And sometimes you got to review <laughs> the shit. That's true. I do understand that. I get it. But yes, oh, it's I about the so Batman. <laughs> this is a great, this is a great, you know, way to promote the fact that you are the host of the superhero show show where you do review every single freaking live action TV show based upon a comic book. Very informed host. <laughs> very informed as a host <laughs> listen i was brought on to be a dumb idiot they know the comics i'm there to be a dumb idiot and I, I, i'm fulfilling Does all it. the research <laughs> hey, if you have any questions like in the future just like pitch it out to us and we probably mm-hmm. don't know most things but some reason no. we do know something so no i want i wanted to keep staying like this mm-hmm. so that we have these beautiful this. moments like this, and i can listen That's to true. it later hear it's that. very true <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, how i missed that episode literally like when you said pennyworth i was like oh yeah the batman well, like you started introducing it i was like i've been meaning to watch that because i thought it would be really interesting to watch the batman before batman comics okay. series how did we all know that his last name was pennyworth he's just called alfred alfred but no he's not it's alfred pennyworth i don't think <laughs> i knew his name was pennyworth i think i just put it together from all the trailers and the ad I I, that he was batman's batman beyond Butler. or one of the animated series he they use his last name a lot Fucking so that's the only reason i know they do wait they do use it in one thing i don't remember what it is but uh, i can't I tell you what but my but i have my family was all into batman so a marvel writer die so <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't. Smallville and me are going to go hide away in a corner and live there together. <laughs> me and my DC property. <laughs> my family didn't like really take me to watch anything. I had to watch this on my own. So I'm just trying to keep up as best as I can. <laughs> um, but that was just so damn brilliant. Cassie, thank you. Uh-huh. I, you didn't really change an ending, so you shouldn't <laughs> technically get points, but you brought me so much joy <laughs> in this you changed moment our lives. that you're going to get 150 <laughs> points just, Thank you. just by being you. Thank um, you. Caitlin, I love your change the ending. I agree. Love children between what's his face and what's his face clark kent and, <laughs> you know um, the guys clark kent and lex luther the love child of them both. and lex luther got batman and pennyworth on the brain sorry uh it's so a great DC. change the ending i do like that a lot so you are gonna get 180 points and i think it's time 
for our final spirit cleansing routine, our final test, our final task to rid ourselves of 2020. And for this cleanse, we need to let go of something from 2020 so we can properly embrace the future. We need to destroy something from the year 2020. So Cassie, can you roll a D4 to see what exactly we are destroying? Oh my God. Yes, I rolled a one. Oh, we're destroying Midnight Sun. All the copies of Midnight no! Sun. Yes. Every single one. Yes. I feel real good about this. No. Came out you. 2020. No. <laughs> That's one of the only good things. Bye. I read Say a bye. book in 2020 no, because of there that. There was a PS5. There was a there PS5 was. on the list. There was Animal Crossing. Animal, yeah, I like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. There's a lot of things that we could have gotten. Caitlin... Can you tell us just how we are destroying all of the copies of Midnight Sun by rolling a d4? Oh, my God. <laughs> I rolled a two. We are dropping it in the ocean, accompanied by an entire orchestra playing My Heart Will Go On. Well, <laughs> it gets a beautiful ending, at least. Probably a better ending that was written in that. It could have oh. gone a Viking funeral. Fuck, oh. that would have been real but good. Instead but this is good... Or launching it into space. Does it get la- like uh, dropped with like some jewel or something like that? And then while well, Leonardo DiCaprio like no. floats around at the bottom, like, no? Okay. <laughs> Does the Midnight no. Sun cup or have like an apple on it? No, though? it has a pomegranate. Okay, well, I will allow you to put glitter paint on one of the pomegranate covers Fuck. so it'll kind of glisten and glow as we drop I it. I want, in. you know how Malcolm Moore had his like uh, pear, like mm-hmm. jewel? I want a pomegranate jewel yes. to go down with it. Like, <laughs> we will drop in a pomegranate jewel as well. Yeah, it's worth like that's, that's millions. That's how we will properly. Probably. Ours will be a Michael's handmade, homemade, you know, one. Yeah. But it'll, it'll drop with it. <laughs> and that that is the final step. We will have successfully cleansed 2020. After completing this final step and dropping all of the copies of Midnight Sun into the ocean. It feels good. I don't feel good. (laughs) I feel extra powerful. Honestly, the vodka was a bad start, but we ended it on a really high note. And I'm very, very proud of us because that feels like the perfect ending capping out to our 2020 cleanse. And with that, I think we should just carry along with our successes and go through some successful moments from the past week uh well my success is actually going to be the fact that um oh i got to see books sorry sorry cassie i know sorry cassie but i got to see books she came to my work and dropped off uh christmas presents and it was very exciting and she dropped off cookies like what's better than that but it it was a very quick interaction but uh i actually got to see books in real life like irl like remember how tall she is and it was pretty cool and the cookies were also very delicious too so that's my success my height is often what people notice about me my tallness mm-hmm. no it's often i feel like i forget like what it's like to be around people and height is always one of those yeah. things where it's like i don't remember where my eyes meet up with someone like if you were to look at i think that's really weird but like aren't we get all the same height yes we are, <laughs> we are all the same height isn't that we weird are though all exactly the same average height, height. <laughs> it is no we're no average height isn't it five four five three I thought it. I don't know. Bitches, we're all five five and a half. (laughs) (laughs) We are. uh, We claim that half inch always. I don't know why. We are all five five and a half. (laughs) Yeah, we are not average. We are, if anything, a half inch above average. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least. And listeners all know exactly how tall we are now. (laughs) (laughs) They've got very good images of us. Yeah. (laughs) Again, well, we got to stand up straight for us to get that half inch. So we really got to work for that one. Both um, of us are hunchbacks, so we yeah, probably could a good be day. 
we could be five six if we didn't like have as much slump it over the back you know <laughs> we've all got the same on a bad hair day though i'm definitely five seven so <laughs> yeah yeah you can get us my success is going to be a little similar sadly i didn't get to see books irl but um my success is just going to be that i got some rad gifts including the cookies from books and also, um, Caitlin's grandma gave me an exceptionally rad gift, yeah, she which did. is an old dog training video DVD that came with a book. You know, like the ones that you used to see on the TV and they'd give you ads and they were like, call this number. You can like installment payments and all that shit. She mm-hmm. gave me one of those and I haven't had one of those <laughs> since I was a child and it brought me an insane amount of joy and I can't wait. Uh, the dog can learn how to bow, jump through a hoop slam dunk a ball he's about to be such a talented little boy it was really great because uh my grandma she doesn't drive like she's never driven and so she doesn't really get out of the house so she i went over just to bring her a couple groceries and she's like this is for your friend this is for cassie and i was like okay and i look at it and it's like this thing is straight from the 2000s like it was early 2000s she's had this for a while and she like knows that cassie's into dogs and stuff like that so she's like she gives it to me and it was like wow this is a gift thank you grandma so proud so uh yeah i gotta i gotta let grams know that she did fucking good this year as soon as that boy can jump through a hoop we'll post it oh fuck yeah it's gonna be a while yeah he's currently scared of the hula hoop so it'll take some time (laughs) i believe in him uh, my success, it goes off of Caitlin's actually because I had a very good day. I had a busy day. I was kind of dreading it, but I got to see Caitlin, which was super good. Uh, it's just nice to see you in mm-hmm. person. It was very, very nice. And then I actually finished all of my errands. I was running everywhere that day. I went to like five different cities, um, but I finished all of my errands on time to make it home, eat dinner finish a book that I had been reading, finish the crocheting I had been doing, and oh. go to bed before 9 p.m. Oh, wow. Uh, that is a good day. I know. It was such a good day. I finished it. And it was that, like, satisfaction. Like, the book was really good, and I ended, and it was, like, just satisfactory. I didn't feel, like, devastated or anything. Yeah. So then I just kind of crocheted while watching some TV in the background, and then I just went to bed, and I was so peaceful and content because I wasn't like, what's going to happen next in the book? Oh, my God. It's very good. That's really good. That's good shit. Yeah. So I feel like it was the perfect perfect ending to a very busy day. Uh, and speaking of perfect endings, we cannot have a perfect ending to our show until we figure out who the winner of our show uh, was. Caitlin, can you round out those points for us? But of course, at the bottom of the leaderboard with 89,773 points is going to be books in the middle of the leaderboard with 90,126 points is going to be me. And at the top of the leaderboard with 90,470 points is going to be Cassie. Oh, well, that is excellent. Um, But you know what? Cassie may not stay on top for long because she can't be the contestant every single time she can't always win points that's right it is time for us to roll to see who will be our next dm and usually the person who's the dm loses some points just by default i think it's all three of us that can be in the running for our next dm if i'm correct yes yeah, so yep, yes let's go it ahead is and roll. caitlin i'm gonna roll for you all right caitlin you got a 14 wow that's a pretty good cassie, one pretty strong that's a real good number cassie you got a seven Okay, not as strong. And I'm going to roll for me. Still a powerful number, though. And I got a four. 
So Kaylin will be our next DM. Uh, And you know what, listener? If you want to be super awesome and super hopeful, you should help Kaylin out because our adventures are a lot of fun. We do a lot of good work creating them and coming up with the content. But you know what? You can come up with some of the content yourself. You can help us out by heading over to any of our social media accounts. That's at Unnatural20s on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or going over to our email, unnatural20s at gmail.com. And sending us a topic, sending us a question, any sort of information you would like to share with us. Have us discuss on our show. And so when Caitlin is DM, she can rule number 10. And when she does that, she'll probably ask your question. And we'll go off on a very long tangent about it. And discuss it in ways you never thought possible. So that, again, uh, can be sent over on our social media or our email. While you're at our social media, you might as well just, you know, hit follow. Follow us. Go through. Like all our posts. Creepy stalk us. It's great. There's a lot of good content on there because Caitlin works very hard uh, through the graphics and creates the most wonderful images for each of our shows and episodes. And they're just quite beautiful. If you want more of us and you're not just satisfied with our social media accounts, don't worry. You can get even more of us by heading over to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. There you can join any of our tiers for as little as $1. You can get content such as blog posts, um, videos, audio content, and even a jean jacket. If you know it's just not in the budget for you to join Patreon, we completely understand, but you probably still want some stuff. I get it. I always want stuff. Stuff is very, very fun to have. If you go over to Apple Podcasts, you can write us a review. Let us know that you wrote the review, and we will send you some free dice. That's right, completely free dice. We got some very cool sets. We are happy to send them to you. If you've already written a review, you're just a superstar kicking ass and being the best, uh, but you still want some free stuff, go ahead and message us on our social media or our email and we'll send you some free stickers. The stickers are very good. They're very fun and you should want them because I love them and they're worth having. So go ahead and let us know you want some stickers and we'll give those to you. Uh, If you want to hear more from us and you're just not quite done, don't worry. You can get more of us. Cassie, our very dear Cassie, who knows all the good, good comic book stuff, as she has shown us Mm -hmm. through this show, is actually the host of a a wealth of knowledge, (laughs) a comic book show called Superhero Show Show. You can find that it's hosted by Your Pop Filter. Um, You should also just check out the rest of their shows because, you know, and Occasionally, uh, some of your other favorite Unnatural 20s hosts appear on their shows. Sometimes they even take them over. So that is your pop filter. We have some uh, great, there's some great content up there that you should definitely check out. Speaking of checking things out, you should also check out Myth Takes because Cassie is not only on the show, she's not only on Superhero Show Show, she's not only on other podcasts, she's also on an episode of Myth Takes, their most recent one that has come out. You should definitely check that out because this show is a part of scavengers network that shows a part of scavengers network and there's so many more shows available through the scavengers network and you can find them all on scavengersnetwork.com and while you're there you should also check out some really cool gear that we have there we've got some super soft super comfy including pocket sweatpants that say roll with us down the side they are available you should get them caitlin is currently living in hers i don't think she's taken them off in the month that she's owned them nope (laughs) <laughs> nope <laughs> it's just a fact that's how comfy they are that's again at scavengersnetwork.com this has been unnatural 20s thank you for rolling up with us join us for a new adventure on monday <laughs> Thank you.
Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.